Welcome in, my friend, to our prayer time. It's a Thursday as we say, welcome in to our prayer time. Now, we're here every Monday through Friday morning at 6 a.m. on WHCB, and we are thankful that you've joined us this morning. We're a listener-supported broadcast service. WHCB exists because of God himself and because of his wonderful grace in touching hearts and pocketbooks and folks give as they're led by the very Spirit of God to give to the work of WHCB. Without the gifts of God's people, we would not be on the air, and we would not broadcast 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And so if you are inclined, if you're directed by the Spirit of God to give to the work of WHCB, we would love for you to follow God's direction and to give as he would have you to give. Here's our address. WHCB 91.5 FM, P.O. Box 5, Bluntville, Tennessee, 37617. That's WHCB, P.O. Box 5, Bluntville, Tennessee, 37617. And if you want to go online and find us there and correspond with us there or donate there, you can do that at whcbradio.org. That's whcbradio.org. And we thank you, thank you, thank you for your support. We thank you for your praying for us, thinking of us, giving to the work. Thank you so much. Andrew Murray had a lot to write about revival. In fact, he was calling for revival, and uh, his time on this earth was uh, before uh, the 1900s. He was active in preaching and teaching. Uh, And uh, so it was uh, that revival was of prominence in the United States uh, and in Europe in much of the time of the 1700s and 1800s. There were a couple of major revivals in the 1900s, and I haven't heard of any major work of the Lord in revival in uh, the 2000s at all. It may be going on, I just haven't heard it. You would think one would. Uh, But Andrew Murray wrote often about it, and not many people speak of it these days, certainly not in the way that revival was preached about and participated in in years gone by. He wrote this in part, Revival is God's work. He alone can give it. It must come from above. We are in danger of looking to what God has done and is doing and count on that as the pledge that he will do more. And all the time it may be true that he is blessing us up to the measure of our faith and self-sacrifice and cannot give more until there has been a new discovery and confession of what is hindering God. Or we may be looking to the signs of life around us, congratulating ourselves on all the agencies that are being created, while the need of God's mighty and direct involvement is not rightly felt and entire dependence on Him is not cultivated. To have the spiritual discernment that can understand the signs of the heavens and indicate a coming revival, we need to enter deep into God's mind and will as to its conditions and the preparedness of those who pray for it to bring it about. Amos 3, 7 says, Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he revealeth his secret unto his servants, the prophets. It is the spirit of absolute dependence upon God, giving him the honor and glory that will prepare 
for revival. Revival is the fruit of prayer. Revival must be asked and received directly from God himself. An extraordinary spirit of prayer constraining believers to much secret and united prayer, pressing them to labor fervently in their supplications, will be one of the surest signs of approaching floods of blessing. If there is to be a mighty divine awakening, it will be born in the wholeheartedness of our prayer and faith for it. Let no believer think himself too weak to help or imagine his prayers are not needed. Let every believer stir up the gift that is in him and begin to cry every day, Wilt thou not revive us again that thy people may rejoice in thee? Psalm 85 verse 6. Every revival has come as Pentecost came, as the fruit of united continued prayer. It is in the closet with the door shut that the sound of abundance of rain will be heard. An increase of secret and united prayer with ministers and members will be a sure harbinger of blessing. Revival is promised only to the humble. Thus saith the high and lofty one, I dwell on the, in the high and holy place, with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit to revive the heart of the contrite ones. Isaiah fifty-seven fifteen. It is to the humble and contrite ones that revival is promised. We want revival to come upon the proud and the satisfied to break them down at his feet. God will give this, but only on the condition of those who feel the sins of others take their burden of confession and bear it, and that all who pray for God's reviving power for his church shall humble themselves and confess the sins of the nation and of the people of God. Humiliation and contrition have ever been the conditions of revival. If there is no humiliation and forsaking of sin, there can be no revival or God's merciful intervention in our behalf. Ezekiel 14.3 These men have set up their idols in their heart. Should I be inquired of by them? Or to this man will I look, even to him that is poor and of a contrite spirit, and trembleth at my word. Isaiah 66.2 Amid the most gracious promises of divine visitation, there is ever this note, Be ashamed and confounded for your own ways, O house of Israel. Ezekiel 36.32 The Sermon on the Mount promises the kingdom to the poor and to them that mourn. In the epistles, the religion of man, of worldly wisdom, and confidence in the flesh is denounced. Without sin being confessed and forsaken, all the promises of grace and of the Spirit are rendered void. He that is a, of poor and contrite spirit, and trembleth at my word, that man will I look to. Isaiah 66, 2. Heavenly Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for reminding us that revival is born of prayer and that it's promised to those who humble themselves before you. Help us to seek after your face and to seek and find revival as we humble ourselves and pray. Lord, thank you for salvation through Jesus Christ. Help us to Return to our first love. Help us to love you as we should, with our whole heart. 
And I pray, Lord, that you would provide as only you can. The need is revival, and we need that for our entire nation. Let it begin in my heart and in the heart of these who are praying this very day, this very moment. Father, I pray that you would make provision for us, use us in a mighty way, and make provision for us and for our needs. We pray for the needs of WHCB, realizing that you provide for us, and we thank you for that. We pray for the needs of our listeners, knowing that you provide for them, and ask you to do that, and we thank you for it. Now, Father, we ask that you would use us today in your hand, in your work, And in a mighty way, we pray in Jesus' name, amen.